Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. When's the last time it's been just us, Chris? It's been a while. I can't calculate it this quickly. Me neither. (laughs) I was driving here thinking it's been so long since it's just been you and I together. Mm -hmm. Um, Dustin has a family thing he's over at, and uh, Stacey Moody, I don't know, did... Oh, she doesn't feel like coming no, in today. She's like, oh, she texts us like at five o'clock. She's like, yeah, I'm not coming in today. I'm like, oh, all right. A diva is a female version right. of a hustler. Yeah, I've got, I've got Pepsi this morning instead of water. Why? Because I'm a little tired. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. We stayed out last night. A little later than I expected to, but it was, it was worth it. It was fun. It was enjoyable. I loved it. It was. Yeah. X Nations. We saw them at Record Bar yesterday, and uh, just such a good vibe that mm. show. They're they're drumbeat. Whatever Taylor. Wow. Mm-hmm. Right. Amazing. She was talking about how at least once a tour she dislocates her wrist. Oh. That's why she mentioned when we were doing the interview about going back to her chiropractor. Okay. Chiropractor. Uh, accent was weird on that sentence, <laughs> but whatever on that word. Um, but man, now after I saw how she drummed yesterday, right? I totally get it. Holy moly! If you, uh, I dislocate my my wrist like once a tour. It's like, hey, you're badass for real, right? And I remember this point. She uh, she was keeping time, but you couldn't hear anything, and she was just like you know slapping the stick down, down, mm-hmm. down, down. And I was like, that's not on her leg, is it? Because I played the <laughs> drums, and that's what you do. Yeah. And I was like, that's surely how hard she's hitting that drumstick to something which we can't see. It's got to be like the rim of the drum or something like that. And then I went in and I was like, what are the tops of your legs look like? And she's like, oh, they're bruised. That's why I wear jeans. Black and blue. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm. But it was such a good vibe. Like the people there, mm-hmm. the Buzz family that came out for the show, the bands that played before. Keaton Conrad. Yeah. I dig in that vibe. Me too. Ooh, I, I'm going to have to look them up some more. I like them a lot. We were sitting with someone who goes, and this is this is the truth, and it, it they said that um, you've never seen four people that didn't look like they belonged uh, together completely. in a band. Like nothing demographically or physically, you not anything alike. Right. The drummer looked like he was in a metal band. Yeah. Jason Momoa-esque. Yeah, definitely. That was a man right there. That was a man he, playing he, the drums. He, yeah. He... Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was a man playing the mm. drums. Um, and then the bass player reminded me of somebody that would play in Rage Against the Machine. Yep, totally. Kind of had that rage vibe. The uh, the lead singer, Keaton Conrad. Dimitri Martin. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But could sing. Right. But could sing. Yeah. And then uh, the guitar player. Was it Mark or Mike? I, I don't remember. Uh. But he was an older gentleman. Mm-hmm. It's kind of the first thing that you see when you see Keaton Conrad. At least that's what I yeah, noticed. Yeah, you're you know? like this. 
doesn't exactly fit, but wow. Right. Wow. And the best part was musically, they did fit. Mm-hmm. So oh, it didn't completely. matter what they looked like. Yeah. And I remember leaning over to the, the person that was sitting at the table with us, and I was like, you know, they may not look like they belong together, but they sound like they do. Mm-hmm. And that's more than a lot of bands that do look like they belong together. And they each look like they were comfortable and having a good time. Yeah. That guitar player, man, great. he shreds. Oh, that caught my when attention. When he ran the pick up, yeah, yeah. The, up oh, the guitar. Oh, so that good. was beautiful. So good. And Keaton Conrad had uh, this nice, to me, the very last song that they did, and I'm going to pull that at some point, and we're going to play it. Um, that reminded me of alternative music. That reminded me of like what it was like in the 90s, which you don't hear new versions of anymore, you know? Mm-hmm. We have the 90s at, at, at nine, but I don't know a lot of bands that are going back to that time period, and that's what we're based off of. So to be able to hear new versions of things that the sound belongs, you know, back back then, mm-hmm. time-wise, was awesome. Yeah. I may name my child Keaton Conrad. I wonder I wonder how he feels about that. <laughs> Jordan Silver and Friends. Six to nine on 96.5 The Buzz. Has it hit you yet that in 10 weeks? Oh, my goodness. That's like a um, little over two months away. That's oh! it, man. That's, that's- it. Um, You're going to have a baby. It's slowly hitting me Mm -hmm. because 10 weeks doesn't seem like a long time and it's going to go by even quicker. Sure. Absolutely. Woo! 10 weeks and then your life changes forever. Yeah. There's a whole nother uh, life and soul that I'm not only responsible for, but that's living with us. And now I've got to have this extra expense added. Really? (laughs) Really? I would say responsibility, but yes. uh, expense, that does sound like... It's, it's going to okay. be... I mean, now I've got to get the whole... Cause I, I can go without health insurance. I'm going mm, to go through it, but now I've got a, I got a baby. Yeah. Now, I, that, I feel like you go to the hospital a lot more. Of course. So, I don't have to get insurance and a whole nother bill. I keep going on expenses, but at least we're not having triplets. Oh, my God. <laughs> Can you imagine or that? Or even twins. God, what a, what a surprise. Hey, guess what? There's two in there. Right? I, <laughs> oh, my God. Mm, well, uh, that's off. So how much, since you found out that you guys were expecting, how much has your life changed between then and now? The biggest thing I'm noticing is my wife trying to get the house ready because she's mm-hmm. nesting hardcore, mm-hmm. like hardcore. Mm-hmm. And our biggest task or project right now is the bedroom Mm-hmm. So we can get that all done. We just I just painted the ceiling, mm-hmm. and we painted the bathroom thing, and now we're going to put trim and some crown molding up. That's, That's really it. beautiful. Oh, I can't wait. When like, You guys can still go out. Yeah. We can still go to the movies. I can call you up and be like, yeah, let's go do this. Yeah, I think we're going actually like river tubing the first week in August. So that should be fun. Can you do that? I don't know. Well, I mean, she's still going to be six, seven weeks away, and I've seen women do far more things way closer to their due date. So sitting on a tube in a river would be fine. Yeah, that's true. That seems pretty relaxing. Yeah. It does. And um, when I used to swim all the time, there would always be uh, pregnant women in the pool, just kind of like feeling weightless for a minute, which is nice. Yeah, feel weightless. So, But that is going to change, man, in 10 weeks. I can't just go home and take a nap and watch Parks and Rec and just enjoy my day and go for a bike ride. And No, you're going to have to start nursing your baby. Right. Please don't nurse your baby. You. I mean you. Oh, myself. Yes. yes. Please don't nurse your baby. No, I, don't, I have no plans, but I did see one of those chests that I can buy mm-hmm. that is like breasts 
I can put milk in so I actually can nurse. So, it, I mean, it's a, it's. You know, what? That's, <laughs> really? That's a thing now. Yeah. Really? Yeah. That's amazing. Right? I mean, it is. At first I was like, oh, that's. But then I, the more I thought about it, I'm like, that's actually kind of cool. Yeah. Right? Wow. Have you run across any other weird products? Ooh, not yet. Okay. I mean, there's the health-wise for the women, that's a whole nother arena that we're dealing with that's like, oh my goodness, the woman's body is holy moly. Mm-hmm. That's an incredible, beautiful machine. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Jeez. Uh, yeah. Uh, wow. Wow. Ten weeks. Mm-hmm. Ten weeks away. Mm-hmm. And you guys are waiting to find out the gender and tell yeah, the know. moment. We've, we've only met like one other couple currently that had, that didn't find out. So it's, it's exciting. It just drags on all along a little more because we're going to be with this child, mm-hmm. human, for I mean, in theory, the rest of our lives. Mm-hmm. And so this is just the moments where we get that little excitement of who knows. So there's the names back and forth and everything. Without telling me, without telling us, really, what's your percent? Do you have a feeling? Do you and your wife have a feeling? It goes back and forth. Really? Okay. Because we both have had dreams about it and it's always female. Okay. But there's instances where I get like, I feel like it's going to be a boy this time. Mm. And just because we've had a plethora of females in our lineage on both sides, mm-hmm. I feel like it's just bound to happen for a male to come through. Hmm. But it doesn't matter either way. I've, I've got so many excited things for a boy and a girl. Like, well, if I get a boy, I want another one so I can have a girl. So Right. Oh, you're going <sighs> to... You're going to be the best. Day. I'm so excited to meet the baby. I'm stoked. When they come in. Ten weeks! Ten weeks! Oh, like it, uh, it's, we, I, yeah, it, we, it's slit. It, whew, it's hitting me. Is it finally? Yeah, it's like it's coming in, and it's, this isn't like I'm getting a new car no. or I'm moving no. or I'm meeting even Alex's parents kind of mm-hmm, thing. Mm-hmm. This is a new child into my life. This is something that you have to protect oh. like no other anything. Right. Like more than your car, like more than your house, <laughs> like more than your cat, like more than your wife. Oh, man. The responsibility. Oh, man. And But like everyone goes through it. Right. Every one of us was born, clearly. Um, I was an immaculate conception. Of course. I mean, you're, you're, the, you're the one exception on this planet. Besides Jesus, yes, of course. Yes. And but so I don't want to, oh, I'm, everyone look at me, I'm having a baby because everyone has a baby. Mm-hmm. Not everyone. But it's common, but it's, it's so weird <laughs> now that it's happening to me. It's, cra- it's got to be crazy to feel, too. It is. You know, for her to like have. From the first moment when she was, she got hardcore morning sickness back in January mm-hmm. for like eh, about four or five weeks. We're talking, she couldn't even keep down water. She would look the wrong way and she'd throw up three, four times a day. It was oh. horrible. But now she's had a great pregnancy and whew, 10 weeks away. Have people been giving you crazy advice or telling you things that you didn't know? I've coming just from like the funeral thing and doing a lot of medical classes in college. In college, I know a lot of the anatomy, and I've pay, taken plenty of classes for like the knowledge that I know. So nothing that is new, mm-hmm. but it's just the fact that I will physically have a life depending on me. It's so interesting. Your body language is changing a little bit. Is it? You know, like your hands are nervously. Uh, just kind of like pl- you're playing with your hands, and, yeah, and I've, I've, I'm not a fan of babies. A fresh baby. I've never... Fresh babies. Like produce. <laughs> like produce. You okay. get the ones that are fresh from the market. Oh, my God. But it's... Because I've always just kind of... 
babies are their thing. Women like babies. They love babies. And I've never. That's not stereotyping <laughs> at all. That's not at all. I've never felt the desire to hold another baby mm-hmm. or someone else's baby. I just don't get that connection. Mm-hmm. But and I'm sure I will with mine. But like it's. Wow. This is my responsibility for good. Yeah. Not for the weekend. Right. No. No. Damn, I'm I'm gonna pick into your brain as we get closer because ten weeks away yeah. from you having a new, your first baby. baby. That's wild. Stream Jordan Silver and Friends six to nine on the Radio.com app. Jordan. Yeah. So I see in the text line here. Okay, that, which I stay away from because yeah, I can't. It 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 hurts sometimes. It can, be, it can be bad, but we get a text that said gender is fake anyways. What okay. do they mean by that? That's in response to you talking about the fact that you and your wife are waiting to find out the gender mm. of your baby. Yes. When they are born. Mm-hmm. And um, this is what I kind of love about our narrative, kind of, um, is that I feel like I'm exposing you to a lot of new things for mm-hmm. you just to be able to sit back and think for a second or two about how you feel about, yeah. about things. So the question was one more time. Gender is fake anyways. What does that mean? I think that the person that texted that may possibly be referring to the disassociation of how you feel on the inside versus the body you were born into. Mm-hmm. If that does that make any sense? Okay, so if like you were born with male parts, that's not your gender. That's, that's a, your a, that's, that's a, your biological biological bio is the word. Yep. Okay. Yep, bio. Yep. And then so. Are they talking about, I'm confused about what part they say is fake. It's the disconnection between how you feel and who you are, if that makes any sense. And Does that mean like the societal roles of the gender? Never. It nev- I don't think that's what they're saying. I think that okay. what they're saying is um, the inner, con- inner conflict. I think, you know, having many friends that are, that are transgender, mm-hmm. um, that... That's what it is, a disassociation between the shell that you were born into mm-hmm. and how you feel on the inside. I mean, like we can at least all agree that, you know, there are so many things that go on oh, every day. So many things that need to go for right sure. just so you can live yeah. every day. You know, there's there's uh, serotonin in your brain. There's all these things that, you know, shoot out and send out these different mm-hmm. feelings. I think that this is a really hard thing to understand if you haven't ever had conflicting feelings on the inside about some kind of misalignment of yourself versus who you are. Does that make sense? I can totally understand that. Yeah, that's that's what I understand. Um, and at least that's what I think what they when they mean that gender isn't real. It's not a societal thing at all. And I think that's where people go first. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's why I, I would just personally like for people to know that like it's not... It's just people just want respect and that's it. Not sympathy, um, just respect and acknowledgement that there are these conflicting feelings on the inside that just don't go with the outside. You mm-hmm. know, have you ever had any feelings like that? And again, I'm, I'm not I'm not saying about your gender or anything. Yeah, no, but like, there's growing up to where I did. There's been many times where I did not go with the the small. I grew up in a very small town mm-hmm. and. 
was not one of the normal kids there, so constantly felt excluded, not discriminated against, but not a part of what was considered normal for the whole my peer group. So picture the excluded part and what you felt like there. And as far as in this situation Mm -hmm. um, with uh, with being transgender, that's how you feel with your own body. That's why, and it's so sad, that's why the suicide rate is in the 40% Mm -hmm. for transgender youth. 40%. Usually it's like point or like three, four, 5%, 40 because of the misalignment and the fact that, you know, besides the fact that you're having all these conflicted feelings on the inside about how things aren't how it just doesn't feel real then then you throw on the societal thing where um you know you're you don't know how your family's going to take it Mm -hmm. and uh if they're going to accept it or not i mean oh the pressure oh my god i I can't yeah imagine having everything that you feel like you are on the inside being told in every which way by the outside that is wrong that breaks my heart absolutely yeah and i mean I'm a very logical person, mm-hmm. so the, the something I've, I feel like I've gone through all the, the checklist of things that uh, that people can feel, and just th- that there really is a huge disconnection between how you can feel and and who you are. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, like we all go through it. We're the Buzz family. We are. The reason that we all get along so well is because we were all kind of were the cast outs at some point in our lives, Mm -hmm. you know, and we're just kind of looking for that sense of belonging. Yesterday, when we went to the X X Nations show, there were a couple people that came up to us and just were like, thank you. Thank you, because I feel like I belong somewhere finally. Yeah. And and that's all I've ever wanted for this show. Absolutely. That's incredible. And um, that's all I ever want for, yeah. People and again, I can't speak on behalf of this because I have, I have actually gone through and been like, could that be what, what's going on with me? Could mm-hmm. I be possibly be transgender? But when I did and talked to my therapist, of course, that's always somebody really important um, to talk to uh, about these feelings that you're having. I just didn't, I didn't meet the checklist. I'm just kind of like you know, mm-hmm. little butchy. <laughs> I'm a little butchy. That's it. But okay, so it, so are are they what they say and is. We're, we we wouldn't necessarily have a gender reveal party. We would have a biological sex reveal. Yes, and that's where the terms then start to get. That's where people kind of get annoyed. I feel like mm-hmm. that aren't into it, that aren't in the scene, or or those that like have never had these conflicting feelings on the inside. So they're like, this is just a bunch of labeling that we need to that people feel like they need to do. Because what about yeah the people that have said that since it is such an internal conflict that. I don't know what the medical terminology or definition of the mental illness, but it, does it fall under that or is it being no. excluded from that? No. It, well, and, and that's the thing with with society. There was a time period where that was considered a mental illness mm-hmm. and it probably wasn't that long ago, too. It may have possibly been in, in my lifetime because there was a uh, there was that's what being gay was too mm-hmm. considered back in the day, a mental illness. Um, I think we're all suffering from mental illness in, in some form. Every I, single one. Of oh, us. absolutely. So the fact ADD, that anything that somebody's mentally normal, show me someone that's mentally normal. I haven't met one yet. No, I completely agreed. Completely agreed. Yeah, we all have our story. We all have our, our fights, our plights mm-hmm. and, and things. Um, but yeah, there's just there's just to me, it feels like this this um, stigma around it where people are. I feel like, honestly, people are really 
are interested in knowing more. They just don't know how to ask, mm-hmm. you know, or they don't have, you know, people that they could ask about it. Yeah. Because really, all in all, we're all just trying to be good people. That's it. You know, and uh, as long as we're doing that, then we're good. But yeah. people are scared of what they don't know. They're intimidated by what they don't know. And just we just need to extend, I believe, our grace and love to get that all united. Right. Right. I, I See, I'm not I'm not one for generalizations. I, mm-hmm. I that always that's kind of where I'd never want the show to go, which is yeah. why any conversation we've had, we've kept it at like a like a level. Um, but um, yeah, people are just they're going through their thing. They're going through their experiences. And I don't know. We're all on this earth together. Mm-hmm. Wow. We got deep at mm. 640 in the morning. Jordan Silver and friends from 6 to 9 on the bus. We just found out that, this is amazing, that um, the that uh, transgenderism was taken out of the mental illness book this year. This year. Thank God. Yes. It's not, oh man. But, you know, anytime anything seems new, it goes through, a, a, I think, a, um, a logical way of trying to understand it and then... After that, you know, it becomes real. So mm-hmm. thankfully, there are many members of the transgender community here, everywhere across the world that um, stand up against the way that society views them mm-hmm. at the moment. Um, that's why, you know, to me, that's also why I know we're getting real deep here. That's <laughs> why it's so important for there to be other letters after LGBTQ, you know, because the reason I feel like we're adding on to that is just to make something. You know, when you say something, it becomes real. Mm-hmm. You know, and when you say it out loud, it finally does. Like, I don't know if you've ever had feelings for someone and you're just like, all right, these are inside. These are inside. Then you say, like, I like so and so out loud. It becomes real. So it's to give each one their own specific representation, and not just grouping them into this. Yes, as exactly. As we make our way down that list, you know, it's it's been like like. A battle for each one of the letters in the L G B T Q I A. Did it start off it as L G B T? Was that the original or was it L G? What? I wish I knew the answer to that. I don't know the answer to that, and I don't want to give misinformation. Mm-hmm. So um, we'll look that up. And uh, and do you know what the population of that is in the what percentage? Here's the thing, and this is this is my theory. Um, I don't... Because the latest numbers that I read, which I can't source it right <laughs> now, is like somewhere in like 3 and 4%. So, I took statistics for my last job. Mm-hmm. And the very first thing that I learned when I took statistics was that statistics are crap. <laughs> yeah, completely. They're, they're 100%. Crap. Right, exactly. Even that. <laughs> even that is total crap. Because for the, for the simple fact that, you know, when you read those stories that are like... Uh, Nine out of ten Americans um, check their phone before they go to the bathroom. Yeah. It might feel that way, but were you asked? Right. Were you asked? Mm, okay. No. Then how can you say nine out of ten Americans? Yeah. If you didn't ask me, you didn't ask anybody that I know. You. So um, for things that can be measured, mm-hmm. empirical things, for empirical mm, things, yes. um, I think that stats make more sense than ones that are based off of feelings. I think it's like illogical. Apple like, and oranges. How many M and M's are in this bag? Right, something there. that can be subjectively defined. Exactly, you can count the M and M's. You know how many are in this bag. You could do an average, you know, of out of ten. This is how you yeah. well mm-hmm. school learning. <laughs> but um, when it comes to feelings, there's no way to quantify mm-hmm. it or them or uh, any of these feelings that you have. So that's why I don't like I don't like I don't like stats. But when they're scary, like the 
high percentage of, and you know, I've I've seen it in real life, um, uh, members of the trans community that, you know, attempt suicide. Mm-hmm. Uh, then you know those what it gets up there to like fifty oh, percent. It, it's at least something worth noting. Oh, for sure. To add to why um, why things are things are the way that they are. Man, Tuesday. Mm. Yeah. Well, yeah, I know. If it is reading, this is from 2011, and they're saying like 1.7, which observing back on my life, more than 1.7 of my friends were were this way. And mm-hmm. it, it, yeah, stats, I can't. I think there's more of. It's interesting that you say this way. Is it because you're afraid to um, label it? I mean, it, but the fact that we are not just sitting at breakfast and having well, this conversation. Thing, yeah, me being. Straight white cis male, anything I say can be construed and it's up it's offensive. So there's definitely that I don't want to say anything, but I want to ask the right questions, but I don't want to be afraid to ask anything that may offend people. Yeah. That I mean that is how the, do I tread there? That is the line that we've all been kind of in the past X amount of years, it feels like that line has become mm-hmm. very uh very hard to get to. And even, you know, Internally, some of the conversations that we've had on this show, we've been, you know, talked to people that were uh, higher than higher ranking than us. And they're like, nah, I don't like how that conversation went. But mm-hmm. to me, to me, the again, like. I. I life experience is to me is the most important thing. That, that's the gold, you know, like oh, the people that sure. you meet, the things that they teach you about life. And so the memories you make with them. Yeah. And so, you know. I feel like we can all learn from each other. You know, if we're all internally, if the, if, if the baseline is that we're good people trying to just do good stuff, mm-hmm. um, which I think for the most part, most people are, um, then it, I don't know, it's, it's easy just to have a conversation. And I feel like I want you to be comfortable because um, I know people have gone up in arms about some of the things that have come out of your mouth mm-hmm. during this show. But you, I genuinely feel like are just trying to get to know more about feelings. And things that you don't personally feel yeah. or ha- haven't had experience with in life. If you so. would, any anybody that knows me for my entire life, I've been reading encyclopedias and ask. I I want to know, get to the bottom of everything because learning and just exploring the universe and knowing as much as I can because I realize the amount I don't know will far out out, out exceed what I do know. I, mean, I, I just want to just keep exploring that because the more I learn, the more I love, the more I the more I grow. Right. And I feel like everybody is like that. You know, mm-hmm. we all have our little niches, our little things that we like and we learn and we know a lot about. And then there's all these other things that we want to become exposed to just to mm-hmm. kind of evolve as human beings. We got to make them laugh next somehow. Yeah, we do. We got we to make them laugh. Humor and comedy coming up mm-hmm. next. Yeah, it's ah. the buzz. Hashtag Jordan Silver and Friends on the buzz. Jordan Silver and Friends News on 96.5 The Buzz. Chris, have you ever returned something to Amazon? No. Really? Yeah. They make the process super easy, but it's still kind of a pain in the butt. You get something that's wrong, and you're like, great, now I have to make an extra mm-hmm. step. Well, <laughs> now you can return anything from Amazon to Kohl's. That's convenient. But also, Monday and Tuesday going to be Amazon Prime Day. Ooh. We can get a lot of stuff real fast. But there's going to be a strike in the Amazon warehouse in Minnesota. It's a push to improve pay and working conditions for the facility's heavily East African workforce. The striking workers will be joined by workers from Seattle pushing for Amazon to address its role in climate change. Ooh. 
I hear you can pee, you have to pee in a trash can, but this is just what I read in the news. You don't get to take a break to go to the bathroom. What do you have for news? More people saw the women's team win the World Cup than the men's final in 2018. TV ratings were 20% higher than last year's men's World Cup. And that'll boost their argument for equal pay. I say that women negotiate and get more pay than the men. That, well, how about just equal? How about just equal? <laughs> so we now have soccer and men's soccer. <laughs> what? Well, you know how there's always like there's basketball and then say women's basketball. Oh, yes, there so now go. it's soccer and nice. it's men's soccer. A bat in Shawnee, as far as local news, has been tested and tested positive for rabies. What? Which is fatal. It can be prevented, but it's a fatal mm-hmm. a fatal thing. I know that this isn't how it goes, but in my head, I kind of just picture the bat at their house not feeling that well. Mm-hmm. You know, I'll be like, all right, I'm going to go see the doctor. And then it flies <laughs> into the doctor's office. Yeah. And then it's like, all right, hi, tell me about how you're feeling. And then they take a little blood test. Mm-hmm. I've been foaming at the mouth mm-hmm. and kind of, you know, staying up during the day. I'm so- friendly towards humans. <laughs> I'm sorry, Mr. Bat, you have rabies. Oh, damn it. What else do you have? An exotic-looking bird turned out to be a seagull covered in curry. This picture's all over the place. I love Bright this. yellow. Yeah, of course it would attract your attention being this exotic color, but it just decided to fly into a vat of yellow powder. Ooh, that's my favorite kind of curry, too. Mmm. <laughs> that's bad. I'm feeling hungry, right? Jordan Silver and Friends on The Buzz. Air drumming. Oh, I love it. Air drumming. It's not like we we all do it all the mm-hmm. time. All, all the time. And um, it's been a minute since we've done a discovery of the day. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I heard one. You have one today? We have one today. <gasps> and it's it's an air drumming song. Oh, and the best. Look, I literally, like, I don't know how long the song is, like three and a half minutes. Mm-hmm. If at some point, I feel like every single person listening to this song will start beating out the drum on their steering wheel. I already love this song. It's just, and it has the beat... I call this drum beat when when you do music when you when you're in bands and stuff like that it's, it it's so hard to describe things that you're mm-hmm. that you're talking about with yeah. the drums I know drummers use the language like da 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 ka da 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 ka to to separate the bass floor pedal from the snare mm-hmm. um I call the drum beat in our discovery of the day I call it the dancing in the dark beat Ooh, Bruce like, Springsteen okay. dancing in the dark and I'll explain that more right after the verve says Titanic is her favorite movie, but she hasn't been to the museum in Branson yet. Jordan Silver and Friends. Yeah, so it's hard to describe things, and unless you took the music school, mm-hmm. it's, it's, it's hard to know all the names for syncopations and stuff when it comes to the drums. So I refer to the drum beat in our Discovery of the Day song as the Dancing in the Dark beat. Okay. Bruce Springsteen, Dancing in the Dark. Like, mm-hmm. Listen to this. So, it's not, with this song, it's not like you're nodding your head and hitting it when the snare hits. You're kind of swaying, right? Mm-hmm. You naturally sway when the beat is, right? Yeah. You're not going, dun, 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 dun. you're going, ding, ding. So. Yeah, that's a swaying song. Totally a swaying song. And so, I remember hearing on Tegan and Sarah's last album, a song called Stop Desire, same, same deal. You're swaying. Mm-hmm. 
totally a little sway. harder sway, but still a sway. Yes. So then our song that we're doing for the discovery of the band is called Mike Mains and the Branches out of Michigan. Same deal, except for they throw in the hi-hat, and so now it's a little less sway, but still the same beat. Ooh. Right? Little, yeah, yeah. It's just weird to see what your body naturally does to a drum beat. Oh, you should, mm, yeah, you should see me with the glass animals gooey. <laughs> I don't want to see you with the glass animals gooey. But so I feel, I've always felt like if you throw the, quote, dancing in the dark beat mm-hmm. on something, it's always going to be a hit. Such a good good beat. If you can write a song around that, yeah. um, then, then you're good. So th- I dare anybody in the car to just not at least tap out this beat. By the time the song is done. They're going to be doing it. They have to be. So uh, this band is called Mike Mains and the Branches. The song is called Live Forever. They're out of Michigan. So catchy. And for their band photo, there's a cat in there. So I already love them. I know. Here it is. Let us know what you think. 96500. Text us. Once she finished an 18,000 piece puzzle in 40 days. Wow. Someone really needs a life. Jordan Silver and Friends. That's our discovery of the day. Mike Maines and the Branches with Live Forever. Jordan Silver and Friends, 96.5 The Buzz. Got some text in. People into it. Love it. Oh, yeah. That makes me want to do the dance from Charlie Brown. I looked that up. That's just like this kind of like foot hop thing. It sounds like Coldplay with Arctic Monkeys. I can hear that. Okay, you win. I don't know what we win, but... You know, <laughs> dancing in the dark beat, and you can hear like the 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 minute that they take the uh, they stop playing the hi hat, and it's just like poof, ka, poof, ka, poof, ka. it's awesome. Um, falsetto in the chorus, Love that. just easy to remember. So again, if you want to download that uh, and listen to it again, Mike Mains and the Branches live forever as our discovery of the day. One time, she developed carpal tunnel for writing in her journal about how much she hated her ex. Jordan Silver and Friends. So the weather's kind of crappy right now. Mm-hmm. We got some raindrops on the window. I'll take that, though, because tomorrow the show at Providence is going to be so good. Mm-hmm. It's 311, Dirty Heads, and our buddies Bikini Trill. Bikini Trill. On top of, I think it's the Interrupters. Like, there's so many good bands mm-hmm. that are playing tomorrow. And we have a slew of tickets right here. A slew. Mm-hmm. I like that word. A bunch bunch a sloth a bunch of tickets and so trying to figure out how to give these out i think we should play hot seat Ooh, seats warm hot 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 yeah let's do that i love you (laughs) what was that that was a hot seat that's good thanks for being there for me buddy you're welcome thanks for being there for me so basically what we'll do and we'll do it coming up after the commercials um i'll read a card give you two answers one would be your answer one would Mm -hmm. be my answer and then you as the buzz family have to pick whose answer went with who. Oh, so fairly simple. 50-50 shot? Yeah, 50-50 shot at 311 Dirty Heads Bikini Trail tickets for tomorrow. Nice. All right, we'll do it. Right now, the Dirty Heads, though, just to get you excited about the show tomorrow. Mm. Jordan Silver and Friends. Vulgarity is no substitute for wit. So the game is called Hot Seat, and the way that it works is I have a question and both you and I answered it. Mm-hmm. We're going to have the Buzz family call in right now, 576-7965. We'll ask you the question that we both answered and then ask you for one of our answers. If you get it right, you say, whose answer is this? And we say, what's Jordan's answer to this? You get it right, you're going to dirty heads. You get it wrong, we'll move on. 
Are you ready for this game? I'm so ready for this game. This is just all about our personalities. Yeah. Questions like, what's my biggest pet peeve? Mm-hmm. What profession do I find the sexiest? Ooh. What did 10-year-old me want to be when I grew up? Oh. Which breed of dog would I be? Oh. What would I be doing with my life if money wasn't a problem? Hmm. The superlative that I got in my high school yearbook. Ah. What's my safe word? Yep. And the most obscure thing that I have memorized. Oop. Okay, so you didn't really need to know any of that. We just answered yeah. those questions, and then we are going to ask you whose answer is whose. If you can get it right, then you're going to 311 and Dirty Heads tomorrow, where it's going to be nice outside and not look like it is right now. So yeah. give us a call right now, 576-7965. Let's play Hot Seat. Jordan Silver and Friends. She swears to God it's a back massager. Hey, The Buzz. Good morning. How are you? Good. How are you? Good, good, good. You want to play our game for 311 tickets? I sure do. Awesome. Okay, so the question is, what's my biggest pet peeve? We both answered this question. Answer number one is slow drivers in the fast lane. And answer number two was subwoofers in apartment buildings. Which of those answers was mine for 311 tickets was Jordan's answer? One or two? Jordan, I'm going to go with you said the subwoofers. That is correct. Yes, Yes. I hate that. What's your first name, my friend? Hallie. Hallie. You just won 311 tickets. Congrats. That is awesome. I call all the time and I never win. I'm glad that you did this time. And we'll see you at the show tomorrow. Awesome. Thanks so much. Thank you. Bye. Okay, got another pair of tickets for 311 and Dirty Heads. If you want to go, give us a call right now and answer our hot seat question. 576-7965. See if we can make it a whole show without Jordan making a Titanic reference. Jordan, Silver, and Friends. Hello, The Buzz. You want to play our hot seat game for 311 tickets? Absolutely. Okay, cool. So the question is, which breed of dog would I be? Chris and I both answered this question. Answer number one is a Great Dane, and answer number two is a giant poodle. Which answer is Chris's out of those two, one or two, for 311 tickets? Giant poodle. No, damn it. Thank you for the call, though. (laughs) Appreciate it. Hey, which breed of dog do you think Chris would be out of those two answers? I'm going to go with giant poodle. Oh, Oh, damn. Everybody thinks you're a poodle, man. All right, I have another question for 311 and Dirty Heads tickets. Give us a call right now, 576-7965. Her biggest turn on, estate sales. Jordan Silver on 96.5. The Buzz. Hey, The Buzz, you want to play hot seat with us for a chance at 311 tickets? Absolutely. Awesome. Okay, so the question is, what is my safe word? And so the two answers are, number one, pumpernickel, and number two, I love Casey Musgraves. Which answer of those, one or two, is mine, is Jordan's? I love Casey Musgraves. Yes, Yes. it is. Yes, it is. Good job, my friend. What's your first name? Andrew. Do you have a safe word, Andrew? No, I never have a safe word. Oh, damn. Wow. (laughs) That's like walking around with, um, I don't know, your iPhone without a case. Do you have an iPhone? I do have an iPhone. Okay, there we go. Who doesn't? Right? Stacey Moody doesn't. And Chris. Damn straight. I I, I will be getting an iPhone very shortly. See ya. Bye. I like how nobody asks my, why? Why my safe word term is, I love Casey Musgraves. Okay, anyway, Mm -hmm. all right. Let's do another question. Yeah, more tickets to give away. We have more tickets, so we're going to get rid of news and just keep doing this. The question is, which profession do I find the sexiest? Answer number one is graphic designer. Answer answer number two is museum curator. Who said museum curator as the sexiest profession? Was it Chris or me, Jordan? 
No daddy issues here, but mommy issues like, whoa. Jordan Silver on 96.5. The Buzz. Hi, for tickets to 311 and Dirty Heads and Bikini Trail tomorrow, which profession do I find the sexiest? Graphic designer or museum curator? We're looking for Chris's answer. Which one was Chris's? Chris's answer. Um, museum curator. There we go. Yay! I feel bad. This game's kind of hard. Yeah. What's your name, my friend? Becca. All right, Becca, you are going to 311. Chris, what is it about a museum curator? That's so sexy. It's just the knowledge that they have and the possessions that they're in control of. Mm. Ooh. Mm. <laughs> For me, graphic designer, I love fonts. Oh, my God. Oh, I could talk fonts all day. Me too. Sans serif, serif. <laughs> but let's move on with more 311 tickets. If you would like to go, the hot seat question is, most obscure thing that I have memorized? Hmm. The two answers are, one... The social comment by Miss Maida Gillespie in the movie A League of Their Own. Or two, all of our presidents. What is the most obscure thing that I have memorized? We're looking for, let's go with Chris's answer again. Hmm. Five seven six seven ninety six five for tickets to 311. Why does it smell like a cat box in here? Oh, because it's Jordan Silver and Friends. So uh, we just had a hot seat question that really touched something important to me, Chris. What's that? Well, the question was... What's the most obscure thing that I have memorized? Mm-hmm. And your answer was all of the presidents. Mm-hmm. We gave away 311 tickets for that. My answer was the social commentary by Miss Maida Gillespie on a league of, in the movie A League of Their Own. Oh, yeah? What's that movie that you have that you know every single word to? That you're annoying to watch the movie with because you just quote the whole thing? Death Becomes Her. That's right. And now, <laughs> warning... Now that I've started talking about it, I have to do it. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like a tick. Like, I need to get it out. I want to see if you actually know this. Are you kidding me? Yes. <laughs> careers in higher education are leading to the masculinization of women with enormously dangerous consequences to the home, the children, and our country. When our boys come home from war, what kind of girls will they be coming home to? And now, the most disgusting example of this sexual confusion. Mr. Walter Harvey of Harvey Bars is presenting us with women's baseball. Right here in Chicago, young girls plucked from their families are gathered at Harvey Field to see which one of them can be the most masculine. Mr. Harvey, like your candy bars, you are completely nuts. I know, I know. Oh, you had the tone, the inflection, love that you movie. everything. I absolutely love that movie. Uh, Isn't it annoying when people do that during movies? The most annoying. I'm sorry. So, what do we have? Three pairs left? All right, anybody that sat through that. <laughs> sat through me <laughs> quoting the social commentary by Miss Maida Gillespie in the movie a League of Their Own. The first three caller score tickets, our last three pair of tickets, 2311 and Dirty Heads, 576-7965. The show would be way less fun if their parents gave them enough attention as children. Jordan Silver and Friends. Codependency is our middle name. Okay, so you know how you have those things in your life that you always have, and then so when you don't have them, you're kind of, you, you feel off? Oh, for yeah. Okay. What are those for you? Sunglasses. Oh. Yeah, I, I've been wearing regular glasses for so many years that I've, I've, I have to wear sunglasses over my glasses and look all weird. No, that's okay. That's just, you know, how, how it goes with yeah. life. But so here's the thing. I feel like sunglasses, there's two levels of, the two kind of people with sunglasses. Mm-hmm. Number one are the people that can take care and not lose or break 
a very nice pair. Mm -hmm. And number two are the people that do break and lose and harm a pair to the point where the only place that you should get your sunglasses is like uh, QT, you know, quick trip, like a gas station. Yeah. Which one are you, Jordan? Number one. You keep them forever? I do. (gasps) Well, (laughs) you keep them forever. I do. My friend lost them. That's frustrating because I'm sure you had quality exclusive beautiful sunglasses that are probably hard to procure procure yes now. yes yes because i like sunglasses i wear them all the time you mm-hmm. know there's so many pictures of me with it there's the, this one pair that i really like which you can only get in france mm. so i had to get it off of ebay mm-hmm. very expensive mm-hmm. i put it in my friends i asked my friend to put it in her um fanny pack while mm-hmm. we were scooting mm-hmm. and then that that was the last it just disappeared just disappeared mm. and i retraced every single stab mm. and i couldn't find it so i ordered some new ones okay but I ordered, okay, here's the thing. I know you do a lot of shopping online, and I think you've sold some stuff online, too. Mm-hmm. Okay. With an eBay listing, you have to accurately describe your things, right? You do. That they're very particular that it's as described. Right. Okay. So if something were to, if you were to buy something that said, brand new, condition, brand new, never used, unopened, and undamaged item. If that's what the condition is, mm-hmm. take a look at these glasses. Just what? put them on. Right. What? No. Right. No. These are not unused. Right. These are not brand new. These are n- no. No. These are these the, have the been lenses used. are scratched. Yeah. They, to these help. are wow. So I got a hold of the person and I was like, I'm really disappointed in the fact that I just received my brand new glasses labeled as brand new and there's scratches all over the the lenses. And so there's two things that they want to do. Mm-hmm. And the thing is I really like the glasses. I I like the this ass. I've got similar sunglasses that like this that I can't find at my home. Really? Yeah. Th- those aren't it. I promise. Those are my scratchy <laughs> ones from from these, eBay. These are not brand new. Thank you. And so I told them that, and they're like, "We have two options. Number one, you can return for a full refund, or number two, you can keep the item and I'll refund you twenty five dollars." I paid one hundred and forty three for those. What? One hundred forty three? No. You, no. I uh, you you need fifty percent. <laughs> I mean, she needs to refund you at least $75. Right. That's where I'm at with it, too. Have you ever re- bought something on eBay and it wasn't the way it was described? I haven't, but my brother's an eBay seller. My friend that lost my sunglasses just texted me, I did not lose your sunglasses. <laughs> <laughs> well, where are they? Where are they? I can't function without my sunglasses and I hate this <clears throat> stupid pair that I... This, this new pair doesn't feel, doesn't seem like you, the... They, they're not perfect. They need to be perfect. If you're going to spend that much money on glasses, you at least want the lenses clear for the right. first time you wear them. Right. And they're like, oh, this must be a mistake. But don't worry. Um, the $25, the, the the actual lenses are completely fine. And um, people don't really care about stuff like that. And I'm like, you said brand new. Brand new means never worn. Mm. You said never worn. Not fair. Sorry. I just keep getting texts from the person that lost my sunglasses. Are you going to send it back, get a full refund? You have to. So hard to get these glasses. <laughs> I found one pair in the United States of America in New York, in New York City. And dishonest. Well, if, if I find mine, you're going to love them. But this just means I have to wear my stupid sunglasses even longer. Mm. And I don't like my stupid sunglasses. I know these are first world problems. Let's go get some sunglasses today. I, where? Sunglasses? I love the clip-on ones. We, I mean, look, the sun's starting to come out. Tomorrow we're going to Dirty Heads, 311, Bikini You're going to need a quality I'm, pair. Right. <laughs> mm. I know these are first world problems.
And those just clip on. They just clip on. That's what I love about them. I still can't see the fact that it looks like a seven-year-old's worn them for a year. I know. Lenses are scratched. (sighs) Guess I'll just have to wear my stupid sunglasses tomorrow to the show, which I'm so excited for. Mm. So excited for. Bikini Trill. I'm so excited to see them. Finally. Yes. We've been playing their music for months and months and months, Mm -hmm. and it's just going to be so good. They're so good live. They all played Red Rocks either yesterday or they're playing that venue tonight. And then making their way over here, which we looked at the weather. What well, was the, the humidity like 40-something percent? 47% humidity, 91 degrees. It's going to be a little warm, but it should be beautiful. Right. Just make sure you wear your sunscreen. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Can you bring umbrellas? What? The heat. You know, the, okay, if you can no, block no. the sun. Of course, you're at a, a venue with music. I'll, I'll kill you for that. Are you? No, uh, in L.A., it never, ever, ever, ever rains. Mm-hmm. And so... I used to see people walking around with umbrellas, and it was to shade themselves from the sun. Aw. I hope they were the old black lacy ones. Like the 1800s? The only option. No. No? <laughs> they were like Pokemon ones. <sighs> Ridiculous. Anyway, all right, we'll figure out this whole thing, and then so excited for the show tomorrow. We're all going to be there. Yeah, we are. Stacey Moody's going to be there. My wife's going to be there. My cousin's going to be there because my cat can't come. He's busy. Or Blanche. Thanks for letting us hang out with you today. Jordan Silver and Friends. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.